the word. Listen on your Alexa device, through our mobile app, or through iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. We are AM630, the word. We are AM630, the word. KSLR San Antonio, a division of Salem Media Group. Learn to Buy and Sell Cars is sponsored by Randy Adams, Inc. on AM630, The Word. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here on KSLR at 6.30 a.m. the word. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for the opportunity to know you, love you. I thank you for the callers that call me and and so... uh, Look me up on Facebook, Randy Adams sometime. Uh, also look me up on uh, learntobuyandsellcars.com. And my phone number is 830-708-4789. Give me a call anytime. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Bless these listeners. Bless them to learn and grow and understand exactly what you have for them. Bless them coming and going, everything they touch. Help them, O oh Lord, to see the truth, know the truth. Help them to take pride, greed, and selfishness out of their purchases, to make better purchases so they can uh, honor you and not be under stress, but to, to know exactly and see the truth what was going on in their lives and in their purchasing. I ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners. Uh, thank you for the calls. Thank you for everybody that's listening now and all around South Texas. Um, talk a little bit about a couple I went and met, the great people down in Freer, Texas, uh, buying three units from them. But anyway, I mean, uh, there's a lot going on. We got a lot in this country going on. We got uh, so much stress, so much uh, division, you know, and uh, so much hatred. I mean, I mean, I've talked about Proverbs 10, 18. Uh, if you hide hatred in your heart, you'll have lying lips. I've seen so much of that lately. Unbelievable, especially in the Democrat Party. You know, and I've got some good friends of mine who children, and that's their children, uh, are fussing with them and arguing with them and mad at them if they don't vote for Biden. And they don't understand that if you vote for Biden, you're voting for communism. They they don't know enough. They've been indoctrinated out of schools, and uh, we we need to see this country remain in in capitalism. We need to see this country remain in freedom and not be locked down. Hey, this virus is just a little minor test of communism. How much they can lock us down? How much they can push the button? How much they can control us? And they're winning. We're letting them win, and. Uh, being election year, and that's why they waited for election year, uh, Trump can't do anything about it. He's just trying to do his best time he gets reelected. I think we're going to see some good, really good changes uh, when uh, he gets elected. And I'm, and I'm praying that he gets elected. I mean, uh, the Communist Party, the Democrat Party, don't want a God. They want the government to be God. And I don't want the government to be God. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you've seen what God's done in my life, what Jesus has done in my life, if you've seen the changes in me, the healing in me, the opportunities in me, and I'm going to tell you something. He answered a prayer a couple of weeks ago that was unbelievable for me. And, and so, uh, you know, I can't I can't turn my back on him. And I don't want to turn my back on him. But our our country is turning our back on God. Uh, Biden is is pure communist, pure. Uh, he don't he he claims to be I don't know Catholic or something, but I'm not sure what he is. And and I do know that he don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And, and he'll tell you anything in the world to get your vote. And and the real person is locked up in a closet. And I'm not sure he's even going to be around here when the when the presidency comes around. They're going to put him in a closet. And move Harrison up or Harris up and 
move somebody else up. And, you know, that, that concerns me. It concerns that, you know, I used to worry about how my this country is going to be when my grandkids grew up and and how then I got worried about how my kids are going to handle it. Now I'm worried about how I'm going to handle it. It's happening so fast. But they're, they're wanting communism. They're wanting control. They want you to honor and and uh, worship the, the government. Not God who, you know, who's made unbelievable difference in my life. And I'm a giver now. I was a taker. I was a car dealer taker. I'm going to tell you. But people know me the last 26 years have seen a change in my life from a taker to a giver. Takers are never happy. Takers never get content, never never get their way like they want to be. I mean, they, if they're totally in control, they're still not happy. I'm going to tell you something. Obama is the most racist person in the United States. He hates America, and he hates white people. And he, and he tries to to keep dissension going in. We don't need division in this country. We need love. And I mean, I believe so hard, hard, whole with all my heart that, you know, that we should, you know, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. I want you to, how do we get more mercy? Give mercy. How do we get peace? Be a peacemaker. And love to be multiplied to you. How do you get love? You give love. You forgive. You forget. You love. You try to be a peacemaker. You show the mercy and grace that God's given us. How's that pertain to the car business? You make better decisions. Make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. Take the pride, the selfishness, the want-tos of rewarding, all the stuff that keeps our heads messed up. And, and car dealers know that. That's why they know how to push your button. That's how they know to reward yourself. That's how they know to sell you on emotions. Hey, they study 365 days. I get classes every day on email, uh, magazines, car dealer magazines. I've shown you all some of those. I've got more and more articles I can bring out. The violations on new car dealers, what they do. Uh, the magazine tries to slow them down and, and protect them and show them what they're doing wrong and how they can be fined or you know, this, that, and the other. But they can't slow them down because pride and profit and money controls car dealerships. And when you're talking about a million and a half, two million a month overhead, it does matter. It matters tremendously. And I got some of the lowest overhead in the country. And I still don't like it, but I still try to trim it down. I still try to do my best. I want to be productive. Are you productive? Are you making the right decisions in your life that you'll have money at the end of the month? that you're not buried for the next seven years. I mean, I, I, my heart hurts. I walk out of Cornerstone Church on Sunday mornings, and I'm there from 7.15 usually to, to 11.15 on the north side door, greeting people coming in, making them smile. you got to smile to get in my church because Jesus is smiling at you. And, and then I walk out afterwards, and there's all these black tags, all these people bought on zero interest rate. They didn't know that, you know, and I explained on the second half of this show, they didn't realize the new car dealers went way up on the prices, way up. They made a tremendous amount of money, and you're in debtor's prison for seven years. You're making them payments, and there's nothing left at the end of the month. And now the, the dollar buying power is weakened because we put so much money in the market. We have flooded the market. Unbelievable. And so everything's up. Two dollar, two dollar, uh, two by fours are now six dollars. Foods went up. My little hole in the wall Mexican restaurant I love. I went over the other day. I hadn't been in there in a while because you know, you know it's small and you know they don't want you sitting too close and there's not much room. But I went in there the other day, and my seven ninety five lunch is now ten ninety five. And I don't blame the lady. She had to go up. You know, I mean, her prices on food's up, her labor's up, everything's up. I mean, it's it's a tough battle for people in the business. And I understand that. And I want her to be the best and do the best. She's a Christian lady, and I love her food. Man, she got the best green enchiladas around, in my opinion. I have to have them at least once a month. You know, I I, I love it so much, I don't want to miss it, but... 
And hey, I guess I'm rewarding myself. I reward myself because I want to eat right and do what's right and be what's right. And I want to be productive and I want to help and I want to give back. I want to be your mentor. I want you to know exactly what's going on in the car business, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of ugly in the car business. There's a lot of closets that the, the, the owners and the managers and the salespeople hide in because they don't want you to know the truth, what they're really thinking, what they're really trying to do to you, how they're trying to put you in debtor's prison for seven years, how they're trying to take every available dollar you've got. They love every bit of the car business, the profit. The, hey, what, what, does, what, show, what does not shine Sometimes not gold. Sometimes, you know, they look like gold. They got these big man, $50 million buildings. They got $25 million in cars. Man, you can just pick from everything that's in and around there. Oh, it looks like the greatest thing on earth. Hey, what, the, what always glitters is sometimes not gold. You walk in there and you walk out with a seven-year note. You walk out there with giving your trade away. You walk out there with interest rates you can't handle. You extend a warranty that you don't need because, hey, they got a, a warranty on that vehicle. You may not own that car long enough. You may not have it long enough. You may trade it off. You may get it wrecked. And you bought extended warranty. Hey, zero interest rate opened the door for people that had no intentions of buying a car, but they just couldn't pass up that zero interest rate. Hey, manufacturers are smarter than we are. They got economists, they got futuristic people, they got all these, they got rooms and rooms full of people trying to study you, trying to figure you out, trying to figure out what's going to happen in the market, how things are going to be for, you know, the next 10 years. They're looking at the next 10 years, you're trying to figure out the next month on your payment. Uh, You're trying to figure out how much money you're going to make, uh, how to get a raise at your job. And they're thinking about 10 years in advance, how, what you're going to be thinking. You know, and if, if you, you know, what is the main thing? We're going to talk a little bit about this the second half also. What is the main thing? What is the main thing in your life? You know, is a vehicle that important? I tell you what, I've got friends of mine that worship their cars. They just worship them. And they spend all their time and their money on it. And that's their deal. That's fine with me. I'm not going to argue with them. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But sometimes we, we let these vehicles take control of us. Do we own our objects or do they own us? Do you own your car or does it own you? Or does the bank own it? I'm going to tell you something. You don't think the bank won't repo it? They got a lot full at these auctions around of repos. Every time we turn around, they've got a lot full. Did you make a bad decision? Have you really thought about what you can afford? Have you really thought about what it's going to cost in the near future? You know, I mean, you've got a 100,000-mile car. You need tires. You need brakes. You need air conditioner fix. What do you need? Do you have a good mechanic? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I've got a great uh, a great uh, advertiser in, uh, in Lano, Texas. Go to Lano.com. They're great people. Bruce and Kurt, they're hands-on owners. Hands-on owners. Yes, they are. And they own the dealership, and they're there. How many times you get to talk to the owner? Years ago, it was they were always there. Now they're not there. And, and Warren Buffett owns 130 stores. How are you going to talk to him? I'm going to tell you, you can't even email him. He's probably got that blocked off. But if you want a new Chevrolet or a Buick, it's a great drive. I love going up there. I love the hill country. They got great barbecue. Uh, but these guys are hands-on, no games. I've watched them in, in action. They're good, honest guys. And it's got to the point where I, I'm, I don't know who to trust. I had some dealers that I thought I could trust, and I've, I've had to turn away from them. Because, I mean, one deal that happened about a month ago, they gave a price to a guy. We go in there, and they mouse the deal around. We're supposed to be in there 30 minutes. We're in there for four and a half hours. And it's a good dealer mousing us around, a good one. So, I mean, what are the bad ones doing? But not at Granite Hills, Chevrolet, and Buick. 
in Atlanta, these boys will take care of you. They'll tell you the truth. Hey, they, they're tough on trades. I bought a car, I bought a vehicle the other day, and it didn't make any money, you know, because I had to give all the money, and I wanted that opportunity, and I like doing business with them. But they give all the money in the trade, hey, and they take care of you in the F&I department. They don't rip you off. No add-ons, none of that stupid add-on stuff. They'll take care of you. So go to Lano.com. Man, that's a neat, that is a neat website, Lano.com. Wow, that's pretty cool. And and uh, if you want their phone number, you want to buy a new Chevrolet or Buick, hey, they'll deliver it to you. And But hey, don't miss that great drive. You can go through Marble Falls, nice, smooth drive, little windshield time, little thinking time. Hey, when I went to Freer the other day, I didn't have the radio on. I went down there two and a half hours down there, two and a half hours back, thinking, examining, trying to be productive, trying to get a game plan, trying to figure out what I need to do next. You need a little drive time? You know, get up there and, hey, put your wife in there or, or whoever and, and talk all the way up to, you know, it's about an hour from San Antonio, maybe a tad longer, not much. Great drive. Hey, stop off at the Bubonic Cafe and get you a big old piece of chocolate pie. Man, the best pie in the country. You know, I mean, there's there's so much to do and so much time we need to get away and go do something, you know. This is why this is a taped show this week because I'm taking two days off. I ain't had two days off and I don't know when. But I'm taking two days off and I'm going to a horse clinic. Yeah, this is unbelievable, but... Uh, I had a buddy of mine tell me that he'd been riding horses all his life, and he thought, man, you know, I thought I knew it it all. And he went to this clinic, and he said he learned so much it was unbelievable. He's a little older than I am. I think he's 74. And he's, you know, I want to learn. I want to be productive. I I want to live the best I can live every minute of the rest of my life. I'm on borrowed time. I should have been dead year and a half ago they said i shouldn't be living that my i had the lad and two other uh veins blocked going to my heart 100 percent blocked they couldn't figure out how i was still living but good lord and uh the right doctors were on me and they got me fixed up now i'm back to 100 percent playing tennis working out riding bicycle man i'm gonna tell you I'm, i feel great Thank you, Lord, for this extra time. But I want to take this extra time to give back, to be your mentor, to be the best I can be. And get you prepared because I'm going to tell you something. These dealerships will take hair, hide, and all, put you in dealer, debtor's prison for a long, long time. we got to have new cars because we we got to have new cars so they become old. You know, they come used where people can afford them cheaper down the road. And that's why I really like Bruce and Kurt at Granite Hills in Leno, and you really need to call them and see, and they, they're getting some used cars, not much, because they're a small-time dealership, and they're moving fast. They got a bunch of Tahoes came in, and a bunch of trucks come in. And if you want their phone number, give me a call or go to Lano.com, Granite Hills Chevrolet and Buick. They're a sponsor of this show. They know if you know the truth and you do it right, you'll do business with them. And I've got some dealerships, not many, I've got a couple of dealerships that will treat you right and do you right and deliver it to your door if you want it delivered to your door. And I'll help them bid your trade because I need your trade. I want your trade. I want the good, the bad, the ugly, but I need everything I can get my hands on. I buy wrecks, bad motor cars, bad transmissions, antiques, all kinds of old cars, all kinds of old signs, all kinds of old stuff, you know. Furniture. Uh, I've got some people that buy that that kind of stuff. I've got a great uh, couple of contractors and crews and designer teams. And, and like I say, I, I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm always buying and selling. You know, I, that's where I, I either, the greatest high I have is helping people off of drugs and alcohol. And that's why lots of times in my show, you'll hear me say, you know, forgive everybody. of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. I can prove it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. Just like the difference in Jesus Christ, he brought me a a guy that was on uh, heroin for 24 years. I've never done drugs. I've never smoked. Uh, And, I mean, alcohol doesn't affect me at all. I could care less about it. But I'm going to tell you something. The Lord showed me why. 
addictions are there. The addictions come from unforgiveness to someone. And once you totally forgive them, your heart's open and the addiction leaves. You know, and, and that's so important in people's lives. We carry around that hatred, just like I talk about all the time. And that's, that's Proverbs ten eighteen. When you hide hatred in your heart, you'll have lying lips. You'll start lying about people. You'll start lying about a lot of stuff. That hatred will control you. That hatred will eat you up. And you don't need that. You, nobody needs that. You need Jesus Christ in your life and let him change you like he's changed me. And I want you to be that person. I want you to see the difference. I want you to understand what's going on. But I'm Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. You can give me a call anytime we talk about anything. It don't matter. 830-708-4789. Hey, and I'm going to tell you something. I use Berryman's B12 injector cleaner. And uh, I've been using it since 1970. And I, I put it in everything I own. I want a clean carburetor. I want clean injectors. And if you want the best tune-up in the world, put, give me a call. I'll give you all the instructions, 830-708-4789. I, buy, I bet I bought more Behrman's B12 than anybody in the country personally. I mean, we buy five cases at a time, and I use it in every vehicle to clean the injectors, to clean the fuel pump. And if you need to know about it, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hey, you know what? And I'm going to talk about June 16, the second half of the show. But, you know, here these are grumblers and malcontents following their own passions. You know, that, that sounds like the Democrat Party. That could be them. Loud mouth boasters, that's them. Flattering and flattering people only to gain advantage. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that the second half of the show. So you you got to understand that uh, the Bible is so true. Most of it written 3,000 years ago. And it's so true today. Wow, you know. The problem is that we have become... We've, we want, we have the desire for comfort and complacency. We don't want to do nothing. We don't want to say nothing. But let's speak the truth. And the car dealers are not going to tell you the truth. They're going to tell you what you want to hear and what they can sell. And so, you know, what is the main thing? Think about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about, about it on the second show. You know, and remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I've got the best real estate person, you know, and we're going to talk in the second half of the show a little bit about the uh, what's going on in the market drop. But hell damage cars, man, there's been a lot of advertisement about hell damage cars. Let me give you the truth about the hell damage cars. New car dealers pay a lot of money for hell damage insurance. And when a hell damage storm comes by, they love it. They get rich on it. I know of one Mississippi store that got twelve to fifteen thousand on hell damage, and they only knocked off three and four thousand to the people. So they made ten thousand dollars on most of the cars they sold. Well, we've got hell damage comes through Texas quite a bit. There's eighty separate uh, storms, hell damn storms, in Dallas, Texas every year, and I mean the dealers love it. Hey, I know of a dealership. That's, had, that's collected on hell damage three times on the roof, and they've never changed it. They keep collecting from the insurance company and laughing about it. They collect on the cars. Hey, they collect, you know, eight to 15000 on these cars, and they're advertised, we'll knock off 4500 Big deal, Lucille. In other words, you're going to make another eight to 10000 on the car? Oh, we'll take yours and trade. Yeah, I bet you will. And then you beat me up. Your hell damage is too bad, you know. We're going to knock off 10000 on your car because you got hell damage. We're only going to knock off 4500 on mine. Big, man, I'm going to tell you. And, and they, it sounds so great, like, oh, man, I'm saving all this money, you know. And then they, they talk about, some of them talk about it being off of the window sticker. So, I mean, there's room, there's profit there. So now they're knocking off 2500 for hell damage. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Take that car off that lot, drive it down the street, 
and, and see what you can sell it for with hail damage. And then about two months later, go back to the dealership that said it was the greatest deal in the world and see what they want to give you for it. They'll, hey, they'll give you every excuse in the world not to buy it back. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for battle. you got to know they collect a lot of money on hell-damaged cars, and they make a lot of money on hell-damaged cars. And I buy and I drive hell-damaged cars, but I want to buy them right. I want to own them right. I want to make sure that, you know, I own them where the market can stand it, where I can go wholesale it, or I can retail it to a person that makes that makes sense and it's a great deal and they don't mind hell damage. I like white hell damage cars because they look like a golf ball and I like playing golf anyway. So, I mean, that's what I look for. Let me, let me have uh, whatever I can make money on, whatever's profitable, whatever the deal is properly, correctly in order. I love... Hell damaged cars. But I want to own them right. And if you buy a new one and and you don't get enough off, you made a bad mistake. And if you want to trade that dude in the next year or two, it's going to cost you a lot of money. You're going to lose $10,000 on that unit. Because I'm going to tell you something. You drive in on a car dealership, new, used, or otherwise, or big independent, it's going to cost you. And so you've got to be prepared. Now, this market change is coming. We're going to talk a little bit about it. Be prepared, mainly physically and spiritually, for this market change because it's going to drop tremendously this year. And how would you like to own 1,500 cars in a $3,000 market drop? Well, they'll, but they're going to try and make money on you. This is Randy Adams. Stay tuned for the next half of this show. God bless you. Call 20 people to listen to our show. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, radio listeners. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. I hope you're going to have a great weekend. I hope everything's going on in your life that's correct and just uh, you got everything in control. You know what you're doing. You know what you're purchasing. But you know what? Uh, We go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. Being prepared for that battle, I mean, it's a battle. Every every time you walk into a dealership, it's a battle for uh, everything you own, everything that's going on, every available dollar. Uh, they'll send you back to borrow money, put it on credit card, dig through your purse. I mean, they want ever available dollar. And you know what? If you're not well-educated, you're not prepared, you don't know how to say no, sometimes it, they'll take hair hide and all, and you'll be standing there grinning at them, and they'll tell you how much they love you. They love you so much. Be sure and come back on your next purchase. You know, you know. sometimes we think we know people. We think... Uh, that uh, we think the best of them, and uh, in the car business, it's getting more and more every day where the public don't trust any car salesman. Now, there's a big-time car guy uh, in Dallas, and I've known him 25 years. Uh, he's just like he is on the radio, and he says, wow, he says that every retail dealer, every retail salesman is a liar. Well, uh, you know, I used to think that wasn't so, but it's getting more and more true every, every day. Uh, these these overheads keep going up, and, and uh, cost of cars keep going up, and, boy, utilities goes up, uh, interest goes up, insurance goes up. These dealers are sitting on a million and a half to two million a month to, to make money. Well, they got to make money on somebody. I guess it don't come off of a tree, it don't fall out of the sky. It comes off of the customer walking in that dealership. So you got to be prepared. I want to be your mentor. I want you to understand what's going on. I want you to have a game plan. You know, uh, you're walking on a playing field uh, just like a football field, and you don't have a game plan. You don't know how to say no. You don't have a defense. You don't have an offense. You don't know what they're going to do next. Um, you know, and they've got a team behind them. They've got you know, 40, 50 people behind them. They've got training for 365 days a year. They're ready to go for a battle for all the money that's available to you. You know, there's a lot of banks and credit unions, and I mean the government even knew this, and uh, especially the manufacturers, because first six months you didn't have to make a payment on your car. Well, they just put that to the end of the of the note. That, you know, there was there's nothing free in the car business. 
So, you know, with this market, what's going on, we got a shortage of good, clean, used cars. Why? Well, it's a market change. It's time for a market change. And the big guys in the business, the big auctions and everybody, they thought, no, this is going to last all year long. No problem, no issues, no nothing. You know, and they were all happy about it. And what they do, they put out zero interest rate. And that's it was a type of four square because everybody got excited about zero interest rate. Man, the greatest deal ever. I got to run down there and buy a car. Well, but the dealers went up on their prices, sometimes two and $3,000, because they were scared they're going to run out of inventory. So they made an extra two or 3000 on the people that bought on zero interest rate. And then they told them their trade wasn't worth nothing, so they made three or 4000 Dealers had record years, having a record year. They had the last four months have been record months, profit-wise. And they get big dealers got $5 million government assistance to pay their rent, pay the utilities, pay their employees, pay everything. So they made millions, and then they got millions from the government. Now, how, what kind of crazy deal is this? You're stuck in seven years' payments. Oh, man, yeah. And that car's not going to be worth nowhere near what, that, you know, seven years down the road. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Are you bound to circumstances around you? Do you think you just got to have a brand new car? Well, we need to sell new cars. We need dealerships to make money. We got to keep them in business. We want them, you know, we want them to do well, but not just rip you off. Not pick up, you know, another six, eight thousand, ten thousand dollars on a vehicle because the circumstances for them is in their favor, you know, and they're worried about running out of inventory. And now the manufacturers are geared back up. Here comes a new inventory, and we got to have new inventory to have used cars. You ever look? You ever look at a video coming out of uh, Cuba? Everybody driving the '50s cars. Well, that's what communism's going to do. And if you vote for Biden, you're voting for communism. We all might be driving. You know, 20 years from now, there might be nothing but 19 or 2020 model cars uh, going around the United States. Well, when they shut it off, they're going to shut it off, folks. Get ready. And if you don't vote, you're helping Biden. Let me tell you something. I've been around way too long. I'm 71 years old. I've seen the crash of the peso, the crash of the ruble. I've seen all kinds of stuff, and I see the communism heading our way with the Democrat Party. And I grew up being a Democrat. But we're bound to circumstances. We're bound to this virus. We're bound to the the uh, mayors, the communist mayors, like in San Antonio, shutting down the city. And so, how does that affect you? Well, here you are sitting with a big old house payment. My house is almost paid for. It will be in the next couple of months. Uh, my cars are paid for. My car wash paid for. I want to get set and settled just in case when these Democrats do come back in office because one way, one day, they'll be back in office. They want one world money, one world government. They want us to be a communist country again. Well, not again, but for the first time. And so with this market drop, we're in a market drop. And I've had so many people tell me, well, one minute you tell us that the market's high. It, it was high, and it's still high on low mileage, real nice cars. But let me tell you, if it's not low miles and real nice, it'll jump up there and scare you. It is ugly, ugly. So you got to know what's going on. Hey, high mileage, rough stuff is getting cheaper by the minute and the day. Uh, nice low mileage cars, they're still, they're still holding strong. But why does the market always drop between September 15th and October 1st? It does because we have new cars flooding the market. Here they come. Manufacturers are building 90 miles an hour. You got leases ending and cars coming in. You got rent cars switching over the year. You got repos running out our ears. And let me tell you something. Everybody took that old government money because it was free. And they went and bought them a car. And they bought more than they should have. They should have bought a cash car. But oh no, they went into a buy here, pay here place and they flopped down three, four grand and that's about what they had in the car. And then they started making payments and they made one or two and then they couldn't make no more. So what happened is they get, hey, how's the quickest way to get back on your feet? Miss a payment. 
And that's that's what happened. So, you know, we're in that situation with the market dropping, a lot of things going on, a lot of repos, a lot of cars going to hit the market. So they're going to have to come up with a new December to remember to fire the business back up. They come up with the gimmicks. I mean, the public falls for it so quick, so easy, and, and it just keep they keep them in debtor's prison. I mean, have you ever had a car paid off? Do you, do you want one paid for? How much fun is it when they're paid off versus you owe a big old fat payment every month? Well, that's circumstance that you're bound to. You're bound to the making payments. You're bound to, you know, hate your car, hate the payment, hate what you owe. You're bound to those feelings, those emotions. And car dealers know that they sell you on their emotions. Well, they buy from emotions. Car dealers buy from emotions. They ain't much difference there. Not hardly at all. And so they buy with emotions. You buy with emotions. So they work on your emotions. That's why zero interest rate got everybody's emotion fired up. Oh, got to got me. Got to get me a new car, Bubba. Yeah, I want to run in there, sign up on a new truck, new car. I had a buddy of mine tell me, oh, man, I got a great deal. I bought me a new Dodge truck, $80,000. I said, man, was that a great deal? And, he, and I said, how many miles are you going to put on it this year? Oh, 70 or 80. So in two years, you're going to have 150000 on it? Yeah. He said, well, what's it going to be worth then? I don't know. I don't care. You don't care? I care. I care what something's going to be worth. I care what it's going to cost me. He don't. Well, he's going to find out quick in about two years from now when he finds out he's got a twenty twenty-five thousand dollars truck. Whoo, mercy! I tell you, I, I just don't understand everything that's going on. You know, we're in a little test of communism. That's what this virus is shutting everybody down and everything that's going on. Like I said, I told uh, I went down to Freer, Texas. Uh, last week, looked at three low mileage units that I'm buying from some people down there. I'm bringing them back uh, Monday. Great, great people. And I stepped up there and paid the money for it because they got good cars, and I, I'll pay dearly for good cars. And so I stepped up there and bought them, and I got to talking to them, and and they're concerned about the virus, and they're out in the country where there's nothing going on out there. I mean, they they didn't have a neighbor for a couple of miles, so. Anyway, uh, and I told him, I said, I had the virus one day. You know, it mutates in our nose, and then it goes to our chest. Well, I had asthma growing up, and I had to beat the deal, and I got super sick. So I got to praying about it, and I said, you know what? I need to suck this thing out and kill it before it gets to my lungs. So I went to sucking warm salt water about 30 times a day. I was sick. I had 101 fever, hurt really, really bad. And uh, I sucked warm salt water about 30 times. Next morning, instead of 101 fever, I had 97.8. Instead of uh, aching and hurting real bad, I, I hurt a little. Head was better. It was still had a little headache and a little stomach ache. But I'm going to tell you something. I sucked warm salt water for three days and knocked it out. No problem at all. Zero. And that that's the key. I mean, I think that we need to educate the public the most contagious hospital in the world is in san diego california they suck warm salt water going in and coming out and they don't get sick in the most contagious hospital in the world something is right something's going on that way you know and i mean uh thank you listeners i mean as y'all all know i buy the good the bad and the ugly it don't matter what it is as long as it's illegal uh, I buy houses. I buy distressed houses. I have a design team. I have construction people. See, I sell to all those people, and I take care of them, and they want to take care of me. You know, and they know if they need a truck, they can come to me, or or the wife needs a car or whatever. I mean, we get Vipers. We get Corvettes. We get all kinds of work trucks, you know, and I sell a lot of units, and my overhead is low. I keep talking about overhead because overhead matters in a business. Big time, it matters Big, big time. My overhead's super low. I do a lot of business, so I can do it quicker, faster, and cheaper than most other people. And I'm content. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy where I'm at. You know, I I, I was reading uh, Jude the other day, and I love Jude 16. It's only one chapter, you know. These are grumblers, malcontents, following their own passions, loudmouth boasters. Man, ain't that car dealers... Flattering people only to gain advantage. Only. 
to, to gain advantage. That sounds like car dealers, I'm telling you. I know a bunch of them. They're all full of pride. I mean, we had, I had a meeting, corporate meeting one time with the big auctions companies, and they asked me, said, Randy, you've been in the business over 50 years, and it's been 57 now. He said, they said, uh, what's the number one ingredient to be a car dealer? I said, pride. They said, what? I said, pride. I said, pride is, is every one of them's got pride. Some a little bit, some a great big, but most of them great big. Well, and that's, that's the funny part about it. You know, and, and that's why, you know, we look at life and we look at what's going on. We look at people, you know, we want to know. We think we know people, but the real person is in a closet. That, and they're hiding in that closet, counting their money, getting ready to go do a bank slip for big profit. You know, and, and the public is so naive, they don't realize that profit, money, greed, Pride runs the car business, and it's got worse and worse every day. When I got in the car business back in the 60s, that's right, back in the 60s, uh, 90% of the dealerships were mom-and-pop dealerships, and they took care of the customers, and they told the truth, and they wanted to do it right. And now it's billionaires wanting to rip you completely off. They got their own financing. Hey, you go to these big independent used car dealerships, and it's 18, 20% interest. And they get it at 1% and 2%. Most of them got so much money, they, they loaned it out because they can't do anything else with it. But, yeah, I, I see it every week, people signing up, especially online. Let's do it online, honey. It's a lot easier, and we don't have to go in. We don't have to fight them. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That computer, they've done trained that dude where he's bad to the bone. He'll take hair hide and all. He'll grin at you, and he don't tell you he loves you, but let me tell you something. He'll take your money, and he loves taking your money because if he don't take your money, they get rid of him. They throw him in the trash can. They throw that computer away in a heartbeat, get him some good-looking gal in there or some guy that's slick, and talk you out of your money in the F&I departments. It happens all the way, and they flatter you. Oh, they flatter you to gain advantage. Yes, they do. And, and you fall for it. People fall for it. They can't see through it. You know, and I pray for my listeners, you know, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. I want you to do good. I want you to be educated. I want you to make the right decisions. Right now, you can give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. I'll give that phone number again in a minute here. Get pen and paper, 830-708-4789. And, and give me a call. I'll tell you your options. I'll tell you opportunities. I talked to a lady that uh, owns a business, a very successful lady, really smart lady. But they were make, about to make about a $15,000 mistake. She called me. She said, I just don't feel right about this, Randy. And I'd never really talked to her. And, but she's on the radio. She has a radio show, and I listen to it. Very educational. Very I like it a lot. I've learned a lot. Anyway, so I tell her, I said, no, you're making a huge mistake. You know, you're coming off lease. You don't want to lease cars no more. And so what are you going to do? You're going to buy. You want to purchase. Well, what they're doing, why don't you buy the unit you've got leased right now? You love it better than the one you're buying, and you can buy it a lot cheaper. You can. She said she didn't know that. And and she ended up buying the unit they were driving. She called me, thanked me. Oh, man, yeah. They saved about $15,000. Well, there's options out there. There's opportunities out there. There's all kinds of stuff out there for you. And you just got to know exactly what's going on. You got to know exactly what to do. You got to be on your A game. You got to get a game plan. You got to be prepared. You got to practice saying, no, no, no. I'm not buying that crap. No, 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 no. I don't need that. Here's what I want. Had a gentleman call me that was buying a Ford from a local Ford dealer. And he said, he, I printed out the, the truck I wanted to buy and the price they had it advertised at. He said, Randy, I walked in the dealership at 1 o'clock, me and my wife. At 3.30, she said, I'm going home. I've had enough of this crap. So she loaded up and left him there stranded. So he battled with them, and he got out of there at 8.30. He spent seven and a half hours in a dealership trying to get them to do what they said they would do, trying to get them to honor what they said they would do. 
sometimes it's almost impossible to get those people. I mean, they're trained to make more money. They're trained to talk to you to get in there. And once you get in there, hey, Katie, bar the gate, we got a new deal. Oh, we sold that car. Man, I had a customer, I had a, uh, a radio listener call me. He was so hacked off, it was unbelievable. Super hacked off. I said, what's the problem? He said, they told me they had this truck. This was a great price. It was the right truck for me. Went over there. I called him. I was 20 minutes away. Called him. They said, yeah, they had the truck. So he gets over there, and they, they spend two hours trying to find this truck. And he said, I don't think, I'm not sure they ever had it in the first place. Well, let's put it this way. He didn't get it. He got mad, and he left. You know, and so, you, you know, you just got to be prepared. They want you at a home field advantage. That home field advantage is on that lot. And then they're going to wear you out just like that guy spent seven and a half hours there trying to buy that truck. And he gave a little more than what was advertised, but, he, hey, they wore him down. Hey, they're not going nowhere. That's their job. If they have to stay there all night, they'll stay there all night and whip up on you. Yeah, that's part of the game. That's part of the training. That's what's expected. Expectations. You know, the the main thing is the main thing. And what's the main thing in your life? Yeah, we need transportation. We don't want to be controlled. We don't want to be locked up. We don't want to be able to come and go. But, I mean, what's the main thing when you walk in there? to look at a, at a vehicle, to buy a vehicle. Have you looked at your budget? Have you looked at your lifestyle? Have you looked at how long you're going to keep it? I mean, there's questions after questions after questions that you've got to answer. Will it last? A good deal starts with a good car. Will I ever pay it off? Have you ever had one paid off? Do you have the desire to pay one off? Well, if you lease one, Dave Ramsey says never lease, and I agree with him. Uh, does safety matter when you're buying a vehicle? The main thing is safety. The main thing is economy. The main thing is on an electric car. Are you in control of your purchases? Are you making the right decision? I want you to make the right decision. I want you to be the best you can be. I don't want you upside down for the rest of your life. love to see you have a car paid for. You know, and, and doing the right things for you, for your family, for your lifestyle, and for the future. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. You know, and, and like I said, we think we really know these salespeople, and we don't. I mean, you know, we don't. You know, so, but, you know, give me a call. This is Randy Adams, 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I bought some old signs the other day. I buy all kinds of collectibles. I go to estate sales. We, uh, I've got a good friend of mine who's the best real estate person around. I really, really like her. Uh, and we, we're looking at a couple of houses to buy and redo. And I mean, if it's overwhelming and you've got a house that needs a lot of work, give me a call, 830-708-4789. And, you know, it's tough to find good real estate people. I've been in real estate all my life. I bought my first piece of property was in twenty one uh, when I was twenty one. That's fifty years ago, and I've owned property, rental property, bought, sold property, you know. And and so if you've got something you need an offer on, or you, I've got a great design team. I've got a team that'll go in there and redo your house. I've got contractors because I've sold them cars before. I've got availability of all kinds of stuff, and I'm always looking for old signs and old stuff and old furniture and, you know, just cool stuff. But it's my nature. I like buying and selling. But I'll tell you, I've been in the business, you know, like I said, 57 years. And, I mean, I've got some Freightliner, big 18-wheelers some guys are trying to buy. And I've got some that some guys are, that it looks like I'm going to finance for them. So, I mean, you want a big truck, any kind of truck? I used to buy uh, 50 cars, I mean, 50 trucks a month off of H&P in uh, Seguin and the surrounding areas and the oil field company. But I got knocked out by a big auction company, and, and the oil field company don't like doing business with them. They'd rather have my money and get it quick and not have to pay for nothing, don't have to get them to Houston, don't have to work on them. But, you know, life changes, things change. You just got to be ready, willing, and able to make those, you know, that pivot. That's what the young people call it, the pivot. That's what my, my 
realtor friend tells me, you got to pivot, Randy. Well, I always have pivot. I mean, I've always been there. I always have done that. I've always been ready to do whatever it takes to get it done. So, you know, I, that's the one I, I do, and I do the best. I've got an open mind, common sense, and I work hard, and I like working. You know, I've worked all my life. My mother taught me to work. My mother taught me the Bible. She taught me to work. She she was always the strong one in my life. Uh, thank the Lord for it. But who's who's the influence in your life? Who's making a difference in your life? Who's helping you? Hey, it ain't a car dealer. They ain't going to help you. It's the worst investment we can make. When's the last time you bought a car and it went up in value? When's the last time you bought a vehicle and it was worth something when you got ready to trade it off? And if you walk into a dealership, they're going to tell you it's not worth nothing. They'd rather make that three, 4000 you know, that they, they got put together. And so you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money. And I want you to be ready. I want you to have that opportunity. I want you to do what's right, you know. And then when this market was way too high, and we're in a market change right now, and so you've got to be prepared to know what was going on, what to do, how to do it, and be prepared. And so with this market, I'm going to tell you, I told my real estate agent, I said, uh, Desi, you, you just need to figure out when you want to buy. But I would buy in November and December. I'd see when the market's going to be the lowest. And I'm the guy that knows it because I live, breathe, and eat the market. I know what's going on. I've got a good feel for it. The Holy Spirit leads me and guides me. And I know what's going on. I mean, I have so many people ask me and stay on top of it what, what the market's going to do. But remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call. I want to buy your vehicles. I went to Freer, Texas. I mean, uh, you know, whatever you need, whatever do, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Remember, hey, when it comes to money, when money's a god of a business, and that's the car business, there ain't no friends. Hey, the, the real person's locked up in a closet at the dealership. They make sure that they send the other guy out there with a big smile and tell you he loves you, and then he takes advantage of you. So this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Tell 20 people you listen to my show. 20 people watch out for Facebook Randy Adams. And, hey, tell 20 people to call me because I want to buy their vehicle. 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. 4789. God bless you. I love you listeners.